You are listening to On the Ledge, Mysteries in Yosemite. Happy Halloween, Ledgers! Hello, I'm sitting across from Taylor right now, and she has a witch hat on. I have a witch hat. We planned to take some pics, but we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we have some pumpkins around us, too, and a little spider that I got at Goodwill. Yep. So without further ado, welcome back to episode five of On the Ledge, Mysteries in Yosemite. We have a really cool episode for you guys today, which I feel like we haven't touched on ghosts very much yet. It's been murder, missing people, that kind of thing. So I'm excited to talk about this. We've been holding out because we knew we wanted to do this for October. And sadly, we wanted to get this one out um, a little while before Halloween, but had a little issue, but that's okay. Hopefully we'll have it out tomorrow. (laughs) Hopefully we'll have it out on Halloween. Um, Also, if you do enjoy ghost stories, our last episode that Mm -hmm. we did we featured a mini ghost story oh yeah we did have a little bit of a ghost story in there yeah so if you haven't listened to our last one definitely listen to that one i brought taylor a gift today we have official on the ledge notebooks now and i'm thinking about putting our red bubble in our instagram bio if in case anyone wants to get a sticker or something because we have some for sure we have our swag going (laughs) So as you guys know, we keep up with the Gabby case, and there's been some crazy things happening in the past um, two weeks. If you don't know, Brian's body was found, but there's like people think it wasn't him Uh or I don't know. I just watched um, the new season of You on Netflix where have you seen it yeah so you saw well i don't want to spoil but there was a thing where this is a spoiler alert so if you're trying if you're gonna watch it then don't this because they didn't say they found a body they just said remains oh wait i don't think i've even got to that part in in you oh okay well you wouldn't you wouldn't know what i'm referring to anyways but um i guess they just found remains and people were saying skeletal remains skeletal remains and like dental records was how they first identified it and i think his jaw was missing something something people were like what if what if they like pulled out all his teeth and like left it there yeah there's crazy conspiracies and and just like the speculation of why the parents were basically the people that found his body that is what stumps me he was found the day like they randomly oh we're gonna go look look at the reserve we're gonna go look out there and then that day they found him no, I don't believe that part. It's I'm sorry. Bizarre. It's super they bizarre. Came across, I think the parents came across um, something of his and then all of a sudden like they found his body. Yeah. So if you don't know, the parents haven't really been out in public at all. And one day they decided to just go, you know, look in the reserve and they found, I think, I think it's like someone did the actual trail walk and I think it took them like an hour from the trail to get to where body the body was found and uh roberta and i forget the dad's name yeah i can't i don't know um they found some of his stuff and then lo and behold there his body is like how did we miss that also how is it skeletal remains i don't understand that part either well okay and this was also um something we talked about a while ago is 
about the alligators yes or the crocodile? Mm-hmm. people know. are saying with the heat and the swamp humidity and stuff it's it's more likely that he would decompose faster well also i read a thing saying how alligators will grab the their food essentially and uh-huh. like pull it down underneath the oh, water yeah and like store it like in little spots ew so like before they eat it because they want it to like firm up that's like really uh, graphic but i'm just trying to figure out like wow. i read that but um also, i just don't buy that whole parent thing did you see the girl who found gabby's water bottle yes yes we'll have to post that so yeah. cool and how the co- so she found the, this girl was out there and she found the water bottle and it literally was her exact water bottle like the same stickers and everything it's like, on her instagram you it was her of it. it was yeah. her water bottle and um they like reported it to the law enforcement and the law enforcement came out and they were like they like took a picture of it and they were like okay like you can throw it away like we don't want it like are you serious so i don't really i saw that video too and the girl that found the water bottle was super frustrated with the police because she was like hello this is a huge piece of evidence I found. And do you know if that was after they found the remains or? Yeah. Yeah. So they, they found the remains and then people have been out in the reserve kind of just being looky-loos, I guess. And then they found the water bottle. Yeah. It's just a bunch of weird scenarios. And I was just saying how I don't even know how to cover the information Mm-mm. because it's just, I don't know. Also, they found a notebook, which I am very curious to see what he wrote. I think it was a suicide note or also admitting to obviously killing Gabby, but they haven't released that yet. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff they haven't released. Um, there was one more thing I wanted to mention. Um, oh, that there during this whole search for both Gabby and Brian, did you read the thing that said how there's been seven bodies found? Nine. Nine now? Nine bodies found because of Gabby. It's like how many? It just makes me think how many people like, you know, people go missing, mm-hmm. but it just makes you think like, okay, if people just sent out a random search party like in a in a desolate area, you'd probably find some missing people like no matter where you look. Yeah, the search was so vast and wide that they ended up finding pe- other people, which is which crazy is, and really cool. Which is nice for yeah. families to get closure, but it's that's just mind boggling to me. Also, we should watch this today. I think it came out yesterday on Hulu, but there's a documentary about her already no way yeah we'll have to watch it and it talks all about how social media was a big help in this case yeah and we've been saying that all along so that's our gabby update yeah um and one more thing i wanted to add to maybe we'll put like a little poll or not a poll but like a little comment thing on our instagram story just to see some of your guys's opinions thoughts and opinions um kind of kind of what's kind of with the, the conclusion of finding his remains just what you guys think Mm -hmm. in general i'd like to hear from some other people good idea okay so tay and i both have some stories to share she's gonna go first some spooky stories and we haven't really told each other what they are so i'm excited you're gonna go first i'm gonna go first so what i am gonna share with you guys today is something or somewhere that most people don't know about unless you grew up in the area but most people like i don't even think you knew about this because uh-uh. you i went up to or i went to school up near oakhurst that's where i went to high school so and i had some friends who lived over here so that's how i knew about it but even when you google it there really isn't that much information on it so it's kind of exciting that i'm going to share this 
and maybe it'll pique some people's interest um kind of about this because it's kind of crazy it's kind of cool it's and also maybe some people will have stories that they want to add if they know about this true there's like a quite a few people that i've talked to who i know have like been there and have stories but i didn't have time to like reach out to everybody um anyway so what i'm gonna talk about today is the place that is referred to as the tuberculosis ward and or boys home located in Awani Hills Regional Park off Highway 49, which is just adjacent to Wasuma Elementary School. Okay, so when you say Wasuma Elementary School, I think of my soccer days. Well, I was going <laughs> to ask you, you've had to have gone to Wasuma. Yeah, plenty of times. So uh, it's been years since I've been there, but it's kind of like if you're out on the field, here's the school, here's the field, and it's just this land that's right adjacent to it. What? And you can kind of see some old, like, abandoned buildings. And now there's – um, I'll get into it, but just trying to make you remember. Um, anyways, so I'm going to start off with a brief history of the land. Currently, the park land is owned by Madera County. Um, anyways, so to the history – Um, So this land has a really, really interesting, deep history starting in probably before, but the first known event that happened on this land was noted in 1851. And this event was was known as the Anglo Minor Battle. In 1851, a force of 74 Anglo miners under the command of of James Burney, the sheriff of Mariposa County, fought a battle with the Miwok Native Americans on or near the park. In Wasuma? In Wasuma. Um, So if you can imagine if there was was a battle there, most likely people died. That's interesting. Um, But it is noted that Lieutenant Skeen died from his wounds from the battle and was buried at this site. But in 1970, his body was moved to the Oakhurst Cemetery, the Oak Hill Cemetery in Oakhurst. His casket or something? Wait, the the cemetery right behind uh, Starbucks. Yeah. Um, after that, there was about two or three changes of ownership. So in 1892, a man named Albert Henry Washburn bought the property and he ran a stagecoach company. He so- then sold the property to William Martin Sell, and he owned it from 1854 to 1932. And he built what is known as the Awani Tavern, and that served as a stage and luncheon stop on the Raymond to Awona Road. So Raymond to Yosemite, I would assume. Uh-huh. And uh, then Awani again, the Awani, Awani Hotel in Yosemite. Yeah. That's where that name comes from. The most notable one that we're going to spend some time talking about is in 1918, was sold to Madera, Merced, and Stanislaw County to create the Tri-County Tuberculosis Sanita- Sanatorium. The county also purchased an adjacent parcel to increase the size to 480 acres. The sanatorium built dozens of structures over the years, including a hospital complex, quarters for doctors and nurses, a children's home, and a school. The original tavern building served as a kitchen and dining area until it burned down in 1937. The sanatorium started with 16 patients and and eventually grew to care for more than 100. The sanatorium staff kept farm animals and grew fruit and vegetables on the property. The sanatorium closed in 1969. 
In America, tuberculosis was huge in 1895 through 1954. Do you know anything about that time? Well, that's funny that you say that because my uh, story also talks about tuberculosis. Yeah. So um, I was just doing a little research on it. And apparently in the 19th, in the 19th century, tuberculosis had killed one in seven of all people. What? One in seven? So yeah, there's some really cool pictures of the sanatorium. So if you can imagine, if there's people being cared for with tuberculosis, I'm assuming it doesn't say anything about this, but I'm assuming many people died there. Yeah, it's the recipe for a ghost or haunted. Yeah, and people place. people that were basically suffering. Yeah, so sad. Like, yeah, they were going there to die pretty much. Uh-huh. The sanatorium closed in 1969. The same year, 1969, a private nonprofit corporation established a school on the site using many of the existing buildings for boys with behavioral problems. I just don't think that's a good idea. No. The population of the boys eventually reached to 59 with about the same amount of staff. The school closed in 1985. The property ended up in the hands of Madera County and a caretaker lived on the property until the early 1990s, at which time local residents began to push for establishing a park on the site. That was the brief history. Hopefully it wasn't too jumbled up and you kind of got the gist of it. So I feel like this is a... I feel like I've heard stories of sanatorium. Is that how you say it? Sanatorium. Hopefully I've been saying that right. Or hospitals turning into like children's homes. Well, I I feel like it's kind of like what we're seeing now where not really in our area, but like definitely in other countries where they had to like build these hospitals for COVID. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what are they going to use them for now? Like they they have to find some purpose. Now I'm going to get into some actual ghost experiences paranormal activity experiences on the site okay like i said i went to high school not super close but in that area and i always heard of people going there like kids not kids but high schoolers going there to like mess around like oh to disturb the peace is what they were doing (laughs) no they were just trying to like get scared and just do stupid stuff anyways Sorry to the people who <laughs> I was just too scared to go there. I'm I'm a wimp. I would go. I would go. Okay. Um, my friend Emily, Emily Solomon, shout out if you listen to this. I'm not sure if she does or not. But um her and a couple other girls, and I think guys too, all went out. I'm sure they visited a couple times, but she I asked her to kind of give me a summary of what happened and their experience. And I totally remember when this happened because they took a picture and they brought it to school. And they were like showing people and I remember seeing it and I was like, what are you guys doing? Like you're, you're asking for it. Um, so she wrote me and she actually told me her uncle worked there in the seventies when it was a, she quoted bad boys home, AKA juvenile delinquent center for youth males. I asked my uncle before I went there and he said, I was the scariest thing there. Ha ha. <laughs> so that's pretty funny. That is funny. So some people haven't experienced anything but i'm sure if you're there at night uh-huh. anyways so i asked her to just tell me what happened and she said a group of like four or five of us went out there at nighttime we were all spooked and we explored the debilitated buildings and the basements of the buildings there's basements which is scary oh, they went in the basement uh and she said what was left of them at least immediately no yeah no <laughs> you're done <laughs> she said there would be creaky noises and we would all jump and scream 
Then we went in one of the bigger basements and got even more freaked out. I snapped a picture on an old digital camera. The picture, when we looked at it later, had a big glowing white orb in the middle of the picture. Then we went back and tried to recreate the picture, but there were no reflective items in any of the rooms. Yikes. We all had a blast, but pretty freaked out. Oh, orbs. Orbs. (laughs) And I remember them showing it to us at school and we were like, what the heck? Like, that is creepy. And so that was like the one story. I actually have another person that was supposed to send me a story. I don't Uh think he he didn't yet. I messaged him and I said, hey, I'm going to talk about the boys camp or boys home in Wasuma. Have you ever seen a ghost? I need someone who or I need an eyewitness or something. And he said, "Um, sorry for the late reply. I've seen ghosts that still haunt me and give me nightmares to this day. That's what he said? He said that. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to text you about it later. But he hasn't replied. I texted him today and he hasn't replied yet. Well, maybe we'll update when he replies about that. Yeah. I'm also sure that there's so many people that I know that have just done that exact exact thing. Like when we were in high school, probably went there. Kids I went or kids I knew that went to Yosemite High School or something. Yeah. Yeah. Just messed around and then ended up seeing ghosts or something. It's right off the the main road. Yeah. Literally like if you were driving up the 49, it's right there. And that's the thing is there's no like written haunted stories about it online. I was going to say, while you're talking, I looked up Wasuma Boys School and it just shows up the elementary. elementary Yeah. There's like nothing about it online. It's so weird. So you just have to get it straight from the locals. Straight from the locals. And it's really weird too because I'm assuming so the school closed in 1985 so there probably wasn't a website about it Mm -hmm. so there's no need to really have anything online about it well if you guys know anything about the Wasuma Boys School please let us know because we can do some some sleuthing for that and I was like really excited because I was asking some girlfriends of mine who I know who actually like their parents live Mm -hmm. pretty close to there and they went to Wasuma Elementary and they were all like no like I was way too scared to go there like I never <laughs> did or I went but I didn't go inside and I'm just like come on people give me some, give me some stuff <laughs> yes so definitely let us know because we'll keep talking about that okay so I'm gonna be talking about the famous Sierra Sky Ranch <laughs> okay I I feel like so many people have probably stayed there yeah I went there <laughs> I asked my mom, I was like, why do I remember running down the halls of Sierra Sky Ranch? And she goes, that's where my 20-year reunion for high school was. Or Wait, something. and you went? Or yeah, she was I setting up or something? No, I went. Like, it was kids allowed. But Okay, well, I went to a wedding there, but I didn't go inside. It's, I, I mean, I barely, I remember the hallways. That's it. It's definitely a known haunted attraction. But what's crazy is they're not advertising it as haunted anymore and they Mm -hmm. used to yeah and they have they had a name change or is it still sierra it's still sierra sky ranch and the big sign is right off of 41 so you're driving to yosemite you can just see it's right there okay well the old sign it wasn't right off 41 but the old sign that used to be in front of it Mm -hmm. had like little ghosts like little what ghost cartoons on it like they were that's how they like it not everyone but they definitely did attract some people to come there because of that okay but now it's new owners and they're not anything to do with that what's funny about that is i was talking to a realtor in the area i don't know how true this is but he said that someone tried buying sierra sky ranch and then after 
like they were in the middle of escrow and found out that it was haunted and wanted to back out and they have to go to court or something because they were like, we don't, we don't want it anymore. We didn't know it was haunted. Wait, but you have to disclose. Yeah. Anytime someone. I think they didn't. I don't know. I'm sure this is like, so I could look this up so easily, but I don't know if it's, if someone dies in the home, but for sure, if someone was like, yeah, like killed or something, you have to disclose it. Yeah. So it wasn't disclosed. And then the person was like, heck no, I don't want this. But I don't, I mean, that was just from one, I, it was from a realtor, but still kind of crazy. But the dumb part is you could easily look, I mean, I'm sure they did. They probably came across something online. Okay. It's you put all- Sierra Sky Ranch on Google and literally it says like the haunting of Sierra Sky Ranch. Yeah. And <laughs> there's so many YouTube, like YouTube yeah. people have gone there and done videos. So that makes me think, I wonder if the new owner, while they were in escrow, was visiting or something and something happened to them. They saw something and they were like... Hell no. no, I think they read about it online or someone told yeah. everyone knows. Everyone knows. He was yeah. probably an investor from out of town. Yeah. Okay. So a little history about Sierra Sky Ranch. Um, this is from bargaintravelwest.com. The original ranch house itself was built in the 1900s with the room's wing of the hotel added as a convalescent home. I didn't know that for tuberculosis patients. So I don't get that. In the 1930s. <laughs> yeah. Why was everything converted? What? I guess I'm just like not remembering history, uh-huh. but I guess it was just like a big thing. Yeah. <laughs> it Okay, get this. It also served as an army hospital in World War II and was turned into a mountain resort hotel in 1946, which, sorry to bring up the Iwani again, but when we were in the Iwani, my dad pointed out, he's like, oh yeah, all these walls in here were painted gray and they put like a hundred bunk beds in the main lobby of the Iwani for... Um, uh, soldiers a hospital for the world war ii but why would they go all the way to yosemite i don't know this is <laughs> such a random spot for a um hospital but the main older wing has 18 rooms with french doors opening onto the common veranda one suite has its own fireplace the staff will tell you which rooms have had reported activity in them if the main wing of the hotel is full you can stay in the bunkhouse in the rear with larger suites the sierra sky ranch hotel was a popular spot for hollywood um, to visit on the road to Yosemite starting in the 50s and has hosted movie stars like John Wayne and Marilyn Monroe. Um, the, the hotel also has been used as a Hollywood movie location and its reported spookings have been featured on the Discovery Channel. Wait, I didn't know it was a, a movie location. So, um, yeah, like John Wayne and Marilyn Monroe. I think people stayed there going into Yosemite and then it became kind of a spot. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did read that some people had stayed there. Um, the, the site also said the cheerful staff, um, from the nearby mountain community will get, gladly, um, regale you with their own tales. So I guess a lot of them have stories. So the ghosts, uh, this is from Madera County. Today, the house is investigated regularly by Jackie Medor of Central California Paranormal Investigations, which I didn't know was a thing who says there is an enormous amount of energy surrounding the ranch's main house. She believes Sierra Sky Ranch is one of the most haunted hotels in Central California. The ranch is believed to be haunted by at least five souls whose emotions range from curiosity, frustration, fear, panic, and anger. Visitors at the ranch have reported hearing loud noises from upstairs um, when there are no rooms upstairs, water in the bathrooms turning on and off, doors that lock and unlock themselves, lights turning on and off, and even a bartender who felt a kiss on the cheek when no one else was around. 
That's weird. The spirits are believed to include Elmer, a late 1920s ranch hand who was, um, I read this, he was a cowboy, uh, killed himself outside the main building. Sarah, the 50-year-old nurse who, while treating others with TB, contracted the disease and died. And then two children who were critically ill, uh, patients there from TB, they also died. Okay, so I did, because I researched on Sierra Sky Ranch, this was like a month ago when Mm -hmm. we first started talking about it, and I did read that a fair amount of people have experienced like the children. Yes. Okay. Like so laughing or running. So the main thing that the kids do, if you stay there, I guess it's in room seven, I heard or something like that. People have woken up in the middle of the night and there's been kids standing at the foot of their bed. Ew. Yeah. Ew. So ew. scary. But I guess they're not negative spirits. Like they're just children, they're but just... it's still scary. Yeah. Um, so a former owner of the resort claimed to have seen a small woman dressed up in a high neck, long sleeve black dress of the early 1900s, peering out the library window. She also reported seeing a man in World War II military officer's uniform who disappeared at the end of the hallway. According to Medor, six of the, out of the seven scientific indicators used in paranormal investigations have been validated at the ranch. She said there are no bad forces, but simply lost souls for reasons of their own have decided to make Sierra Sky Ranch their home. And a lot of people, um, this is just an add-on, people compare this hotel to the Bates Motel from Hitchcock Psycho. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um. So you said Discovery Channel. Is it, what's the the most popular paranormal, wait, what is Ghost it? Sto- Ghost Go- Hunters or whatever? What is it called? You know the guy. He wears yeah, like the rimmed yeah, glasses. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I don't know if they did. I think they planned to do one. I don't know if they did because when you look it up, the only one that I see is a girl did, uh, we should watch it, a YouTube video where she vlogged. So um, going off of this, I have some Facebook stories because um, it gets brought up in our local Facebook group quite a bit. And a couple months ago, people were just talking about ghost stories and Sierra Sky Ranch popped up a couple times. So I have two little stories to talk about. Um First one's kind of small. And um, many years ago, my wife and I booked a room for a few nights. They had just reopened a few weeks prior. Anyway, I woke up at 3.30 to children playing ball in the hallway. I looked out in the hall, half asleep, nothing, headed to the restroom, washed my face, and was returning to bed. Heard the kitties again. Well, this time, I stood by the door with my ear pressed against it. It was so clear I was going to yell at some kids for sure. Opened the door. Nothing was there. We checked out around 3.50 a.m. No questions asked. They checked out? They left. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But wait, don't they know it's haunted? I don't know. I guess people, I mean, they're, maybe they aren't expecting to experience something. Yeah. So this is the next one. Um, wait, so you just looked this up in, in the local area? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So these were comments on, someone started a thread about ghost stories. Oh. Yeah. Here's my story on Sierra Sky Ranch Oakhurst. One very haunted place. Bought some discount coupons for this place from a radio show. It's over 100 years old. A rustic hotel that has been both a working ranch and a TB hospital over the past years in the central California foothills. Land of my Chukchansi ancestors. We arrived after dark to several deer feeding in the yard and absolutely no other guests. Even the staff had left for the night. I walked up to the creaky wood stairs to the huge and debilitated wrapped around porch to find a key to our room. Room 7. Okay, so it was room 7. That's like the bad one hanging on the office bulletin board went inside the building into a long hallway of rooms to find our door which was unlocked 
in which the glass doorknob came off in my hand when I turned it. Oh my, that's a bad sign right off the bat. No phone, no TV in the room, but an absolutely gorgeous view outside our double French door to the woods behind. Decided to relax in the shower while my husband napped on the bed. Had brought a great book, so following my shower, began reading on the bed and talking to my husband who is now awake. I looked up from my book for a bit, and to my great surprise and fright, the ornate lantern-type lamp sitting on the dresser moved by itself, very slowly, very silently, six inches across the dresser. I looked over at my husband to find that he was watching this entire trek of the lamp in horror too. Needless to say, we kept the lights on the entire night and didn't sleep a wink, but we did hug each other tightly the whole night through. Years later on Halloween, we were watching a local Central Valley news station when a newscaster came on saying, next up, the haunting in room seven at Sierra Sky Ranch. We watched in astonishment and disbelief as the following entire portion of the show was on the the many sightings and experiences of hauntings at the very hotel and room we had stayed in. We had absolutely no idea that the place would be haunted uh, when we booked it. Some paranormal investigators had even workshopped there for fledging ghost hunters a decade after we experienced our haunted room. The cowboy that died, I forgot to talk about this. The guy named Elmer... So there's two different versions of how he died. One says that as he was chopping wood one day under the back tree, the axe slipped from his hand and severed a main artery in his leg. And he called for help, but his cries went unanswered and he bled to death. And then the other story is that he committed suicide. Yeah. The other story is that he was distraught over his home being sold off and having nowhere to go. So he hung himself from the back tree. Whatever the case may be, Elmer now haunts the area around the tree and there was um there's a bunch of sightings of elmer outside like chopping wood oh he's like the outside guy yeah yeah so we asked um you guys last time to write in if you had any ghost stories and i got one from kaylee um i went to high school with her and she sent me uh she sent me a few stories and one of them well i'm gonna look into the other ones she sent me but the one she typed up herself is actually about the buckhorn saloon have you ever been to the Buckhorn? No, but you sent me a picture of it and it is like, okay, you guys, Google Buckhorn Saloon North it's Fork. classic. The Buckhorn Saloon is incredibly old. Rustic. Yes. Really old Um, kind of, I guess, is that a dive bar? Is that what that's called? I don't know, but I was just laughing at, it looks really cool, but I was just laughing at the picture that you yeah. sent me because it's like, it's like dark. It's just like yeah. a dark picture. It's like not lit up or anything. Well, North Fork, California is one of my favorite tiny mountain towns. The exact center of California. Yep. The exact center. It's really small. No one knows about it, but it has, well, I mean, people know about it. Yeah. North Fork has a really rich history and we'll go into North Fork a couple more times because there's so many stories from North Fork. Crazy stories. Yeah. I was, I go up there quite a bit. We'll have to do the center of California special. Yeah. Shout out to Red Barn Coffee. Um, in North Fork. <laughs> They're great. My favorite coffee shop. Okay. So Kaylee said, the Buckhorn Saloon has lots of interesting ghost stories circling it. They even had some ghost hunters come up and set up and they said they were going to connect with a young, a young girl who died in the back room after she got off the stagecoach. The stagecoach. So long ago. What? Yeah. Their cameras have even caught uh, beer bottles that were left on the bar, picking them up and slamming them into the wall. The owner would show me um, the videos as my mom was working and it was insane. It was supposed to be on a reality ghost bar show for saloons over a hundred re- years old, but it never took off. Wait, a celebrity ghost bar show? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And it, and, and it never took never off. Never took off. 
Yeah. So I also want to talk to the owner of the buckhorn because maybe she'll show me some video. That's cool. We should do a um a ghost story part two. Yeah. Maybe in a couple months. Yeah. Because also I think putting this episode out, people will chime in about hopefully yeah have you been to the buckhorn have you been to sky ranch have you been to the wasuma boys home yes Yes. have you been to any of those places if so what has been your experience yep so we hope you have a jolly halloween happy halloween spooktacular night yes (laughs) tay what are you dressing as i'm going as a witch um my husband is going as Ted Lasso. <laughs> we're not doing like a family costume this year. Like we're just being our own thing. Tatum's going to be a bat. Cute. Um, and then I'm going to be Beatrix Kiddo from Kill Bill. That is very creative. Yeah. Just because she's blonde. No, I'm just kidding. All right. So thanks guys for tuning in. Also, I don't know if you're going to keep this in, but we apologize for the audio last episode yeah, we had some technical difficulties i had taylor's mic turned down and then mine was turned away yeah so just know we are aware <laughs> yes of our flaws we are fixing stuff as we go so yeah and again it's just for fun so yeah <laughs> also all of our episodes have over 100 listens by that the way. is amazing yeah yep. so we're gonna be putting um some pictures on the instagram that mm-hmm. go along with this episode so make sure you guys are interacting with that and we might do a couple little what do you call those polls like polls but the things where you like write little your own little answers oh, just que- questions questions questionnaires for you guys to answer if you have um any experience with the places we talked about yes okay okay that's it happy halloween bye bye you just listened to on the ledge mysteries in yosemite Fail, the gate nothing, not